Mind your manners. Carlito, <laughs> we, we had a segment here last. We had a little uh, poor cast, Mind Your Manners collaboration. A lot of clips went out on the Instagram. I've been checking the views, man. We doing all right. I'm not going to lie to you. I think we above 300 views on everything, which is nice. We got a couple joints in the thousands, which is really it. nice. I hope y'all keep sharing them joints, man. I'm trying to get everything above 1K, man. Need a thousand subscribers on the YouTube, all that shit. Patreon is already up there, so you know we can start having some paid content for y'all. But with all that being said, we had a really interesting reel that went out last week, and uh, the people are eating it up, man. Uh, the legendary Mike tells an insane story, and we'll, we'll we'll recap it for you guys right now. Friend, and uh, he was telling me how one day the kids walked in the room, and they went through their drawers, and they found like you know the. You know, strap on. You know, you know what, what I mean? What kind of parent are you? <laughs> He's totally. Leaving in the drawer? The guy. Him. Now, you this is the thing. It's called, it's called pegging. Oh, pegging, yeah. yeah. Oh. He likes to get pegged, right? Yeah. Now, you think that they came in this relationship. Just, oh, I'm going to peg my husband because that's what he likes. No. Facts. This guy Facts. is in a relationship for the long run with this woman. Facts. And this guy likes a certain thing. And you know what he did? He worked with her to get that shit done. <laughs> that shit nasty work, man. It's nasty out here. It's a lot of niggas playing in their body crease, and that's not me, man. Yeah, I'm not going to Man, I find that enjoyment. I body crease. I'm all set, bro. just certain All right, all right. So, speaking of this, right, I, I've, you know, I talked to a few people, and I was like, you know what? Let me start asking some of these women if they have any experience and this kind of debauchery, man, because this shit is wicked and bad. You know, we got, you know, niggas out here saying they getting pegged. Niggas getting, you know, fingering a body, you know, all kinds of things going on. So I was like, you know what? Let's reach out to these women. I want to hear some stories. I want to know what's really going on. So I decided that we would call uh, a friend of mine, Hillary, so she could tell us about her experience. So Hillary, what's going on? How you doing? I'm good. How are y'all? I'm good. Can all y'all hear her? Everything's clear? Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, sure. You don't have to hide okay. from the camera, by the way. Like, they can't see you. It's just me. <laughs> just in case you was worried about that. I'm just letting you know. Don't worry. You're not going up on the big screen. You all good. Don't worry about it. All right. Well, okay. All right. So, listen. Mm-hmm. You look nice. I like that color. It's a nice color. Thanks. For sure. For sure. But listen. You obviously saw the clip that went up on the podcast page last week, and uh, we talked about it very briefly, you know. You had somewhat, you know, uh, a bit of experience, I would say, dealing in these manners. Maybe not with the with the toys and things of that nature, but, you know, I guess what they call it is butt play, right? That's what they call it. <laughs> I, did, I didn't know this conversation was like that. Give, give it, give it, yeah, one more time. Go yeah, <laughs> these niggas are crazy. I wish you could see this shit right now. Whew, holy shit. But listen, let's get to the meat and potatoes of this. So Twitter's influencing, you know, this desire. And you like, all right, cool. I'm actually going to try this out. A lot of these niggas on here, it seems like they interested in this kind of moment. Like, so I'm going to bring this to my man. What was your yeah. particular approach it did you have a convo with him or was it kind of like in the heat of the moment type of shit like um i did not have the conversation you okay. know okay. i didn't i'm not gonna lie i didn't okay it was just like something like gradual you know like <laughs> um 
it's funny because like you know like your partner's reaction especially depending on like how close y'all are so it's like you know it's like one of those scenes where it's like you know you do like a little touching like um say like you're hanging out with like a girl for the first time and Mm -hmm. you don't know if you're if it's really appropriate to like grab her ass like right in that moment Mm -hmm. so you might like do a little back rub you might like you know go a little bit lower so she's and then you know once you get to the ass you're like okay well she hasn't said no so then you go for it so kind of like that but like basically just i would definitely it's gooch yeah, but, like, but the opposite way. Like, yeah, yeah, got you. But, like, the opposite, the opposite way. I wouldn't just, like, rub his back and then, like, put my finger in his ass. That'd I'm be kind of weird. I got you. I, I'm following. So, yeah. I think the other part of the conversation that's really interesting to me is uh, the the graduation scale. But let's let's talk about this. So, the first time you do it, what is the reaction? Like, is it the reaction that you were looking for? How did it make him feel? How did it make you feel? Um, the first time it was kind of like a, whoa, like, you know, what is this? Like, kind of like a, like, you know, you know, a little bit of a jump back. For you or but for him? then, for him. Okay. Was that his first um, time? and then like, you know, then you like, don't, I don't think I did it. It was such a long time ago. I don't think I did it. Like, you know, the next time we had sex, mm-hmm. but like. It kind of like introduced other things. Like, so I don't think it was like the. I probably say like two times after. Okay. Then like I tried it again, mm-hmm. and there was like not like. It was it was less. It was like more relaxed. But mm. then I'm not gonna lie. Then I got like my nails done, like the claw type of nails, and mm-hmm. like you know, like that's it. Obviously. Quick question: Was that his first time doing it with you? I don't, so that's the thing. And I feel like, you know, going forward, I probably wouldn't ever do that with someone else again. But just like thinking, like, I probably should have asked to see if he liked that shit because mm-hmm. then I could have asked about other things mm-hmm. too. So I definitely think that, like, if um, you and your partner like want to explore stuff, I definitely think, of course, depending on who your partner is and how much y'all already know about each other sexually, mm, you might want to ask those questions before. Have, sure. Yeah. So, um, I guess, Mark, what is the fascination with um, exploring like that man's maybe sexual boundaries? What what is what is the uh, like? What was your what were you looking to to obtain? <laughs> <laughs> um. You broke up a little bit, but as I understood the question is, you asked me what was, basically, what was the reason yeah. for doing that? Um, I mean, I'm not going to lie. The internet says that makes guys feel good, so I just wanted to make them feel good. Just try different things, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you were saying, though, like, all right, you're... You, oh, two things. I, I do want to get back, but you did mention something about having, like, the coffin style nails so are you saying that was like mm-hmm. a reason for you to go back in there with the nails this time or did oh, you no, avoid no, no. it because saying, you had the nails so like i tried it with the nails and he was mm-hmm. like nah mm, so he, was <laughs> like, cutting, he was cutting yeah. up his yeah i was like okay he wants he wants skin 
Uh, <laughs> no. All right, but Hillary, so we, we're going to yeah. be real because you did tell me a little bit about the story yesterday. I was like, nah, we got to talk about this on the pod for sure. It's juicy. So one of the things that was happening in the convo was that you told me, you know, you was kind of, <laughs> you was not kind of feeling the boy no more because he was enjoying this shit that you introduced him to a little too much. So he said. Yeah. So what you're saying is it sounds like you flew too close to the sun and didn't like what you saw. You turned him out. You like that shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, sometimes you like open up Pandora's box and it's I like, like, that. I like, that like, damn, like, okay, maybe I was not ready for this. Like, so one the, of those, let's take it back a little bit. The thing that I'm thinking, though, right, it was it. Like, what was the vibe that scared you from the fact that he liked it that much? Like, were you thinking that it was going to graduate to, like, maybe you pegging him or maybe, like, toys getting involved? Or were you just, like, you were sexually turned off from him from the fact that he just, you know, was stimulated by penetration? Like, what was it exactly? Um, uh, I would say it was, like, a little bit of, like, kind of, like, all those scenes combined, it's, like, you know, especially since I didn't, again, I didn't really talk to him about it, like, before I started it, so I couldn't really, I didn't really see where it was going, and, like, for me, I was, like, a, oh, okay, like, this is fun, like, I'm gonna try it, like, a couple of times, and I'm, like, okay, I'm over it, but then it's kind of, like, once you, I don't want to say set that expectation, but, like, once something, like, I didn't want that to be a repeated behavior. It's gotcha. just, like, something so, I wanted to try. Gotcha. And then it's, like, oh, okay, well, do it again. I'm, like, oh, okay, I don't want to. <laughs> so you didn't want to become part of y'all's repertoire. So the nigga was, he actually was starting to request it? Um, he just saw he's got in position. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yes and no. Like, yes and no. Yeah. So, are you saying it's, like, non-verbal cues? Why are you saying yes and no? Or... Like, yeah, but, it was, like, more, like, non-verbal. Kind of like a... Okay. Well, so, he was basically <laughs> inviting you, then? Yeah. And you but weren't I complying? I was over it. Got you, got I was you. not complying. Did, yeah. did it affect your sex life, do you think? For the worser? Or your chemistry, um, I would say. Like, did, it, did it decrease your sexual chemistry for the worse? Was it giving? I couldn't necessarily pinpoint it to just that. I feel like there is like other outside themes that are going on in a relationship. No, for sure. But like, I, don't, I don't even want you to get there. Like, oh, I mean, because I'm a, not. But <laughs> uh-huh. on a strictly sexual like chemistry, but do you think the fact that you were thinking he enjoyed this shit too much affected you in a negative manner? Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah, to a certain degree. I think it was just, like I said earlier, it was something that, like, I wanted to explore, and then once I explored it, I was over it, and it's like, well, I don't want to do this Well, you know why this is fucked up, though? You know why this is fucked up? Because, let's say you were the first person, you introduced (laughs) this dude to some shit, right? You set a precedence for him sexually, Uh and now he's dealing with some other chick, and... He's coming there with some extra shit now in his repertoire. Like, hey, I'm not gonna lie, and I might need this because my boy Legendary Mike told a story last week, and he said that his manager 
And I actually did some more investigating on this. This story is factual. His manager at the time was a gay guy named Michael. Michael's friend is this gentleman that's married to a woman, and this woman pegs him. We don't know where that shit started. So what I'm saying now, to bring everything full circle, you might have just sent this man on a journey to end up getting uh-huh. pegged too. So does, how does it like... Does that make you feel wrong? Because you weren't even that like like you said, you opened Pandora's box. It was, all right, cool. Let's do this shit. Mm-hmm. I'm really doing it for like experience. Like we're we're both growing. Like we're trying new things and shit like that. Is it fucked up though? Like that you like basically didn't comply and then you guys ended up breaking up? Like, or do you feel like that's just life? Uh-huh. Like it's like a natural progression. Like, hey, listen, we tried some shit. But our relationship fell apart, so the shit that we were trying, I'm not doing that anyway. So it's like, it's all clip. Um, I honestly, I mean, I don't know if it sounds bad, but I don't want to say I don't care. But it's like everything <laughs> is about like you know getting better, like leveling up and figuring out what you like. So it's more like a well, hey, I kind of helped you figure out what mm-hmm. you like, you know, yeah. vice mm-hmm. versa. Mm-hmm. If, I like meet some guy and he did some like wild shit. I'm like, oh well, I love this, and now that's mm-hmm. the standard. Like, if you yeah, can't that's, that's do X, Y, and Z for me, then I can't. Yeah, huh? okay. I like that perspective. I think that's actually a really good perspective. Um, what I did want to do, I want to pass the uh, the mic over to Cliff because he has a story, right? And I do want to hear what your thoughts are. But I want you to tell okay. her the story. Tell Hillary the story of. Uh, your friend that you told yeah. me about in the DMs that listen. Yeah, um I'm gonna try to make this as clinical as possible. So um his uh, significant other came to him one day and um broached the idea of um uh them well her begging him. And his response to that was uh I don't wanna uh engage in <laughs> that activity because uh I feel that it is a non heterosexual activity. Um, Yo, what yeah. the fuck, man? Holy shit. If, okay, so if you know her personality, it, it would make sense because she's that she Yo. has that she is that kind of personality. She likes to stir the pot and, and like at random moments. Um oh my God. that's just the kind of person she she's a boundary pusher. Like our natural preset is to push people's boundaries. Um gotcha. so she comes to him and says, yes, I'd, I'd like to do that. And his response is, I don't want to engage in that. And she asks why. And he says, well, it's not a heterosexual um, bedroom activity. And her response is, that's not true. It's very heterosexual. And then he says, you know, in colorful language, no, it's not. And then her response is, <laughs> well, as long as I am a woman and as long as you are a man, anything we do in the bedroom uh. is a heterosexual activity, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. And... His response to that in much more colorful language was, we are, we, he said, if we do engage in that act, it is the simulation of a non-heterosexual sexual act. Therefore, I see it as a non-heterosexual sexual act. All of this is in very colorful language. Obviously, they're not speaking to each other this clinically. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I guess, what is, what is your take on that exchange? That is so funny. Pegging is funny. Um, What's funny about it? That's just serious business. What's funny about that? Okay, so 
because again, this is like a Twitter, a social media conversation. Like, hold on, tell me, tell me. I'm not gonna lie to you. I haven't tweeted in since like 2018. I think I'm about to make a new Twitter. So you're telling me right um, now, niggas on think, the I mean, timeline. Not like right now. No, 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 not right now today. But you're saying in the yeah. environment that Twitter's in, there's people on there speaking about pegging openly. That's where we're at with Twitter now. Um, Twitter's different. I mean, look, Twitter is a wild place. And I'm not going to say it's like a reoccurring conversation. But anyway, that, so whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but there is a conversation she has. And sometimes I do have, um, I've had conversations with my friends before about is it really gay or sexual activities if it's with someone of the opposite sex. So if it's a woman pegging a man, but it's still a woman and a man, but it's a fake penis in his ass, right? Um, if I bought a pocket pussy and I made you eat it, what does that make you? Like, what the fuck are we talking about here? That shit is nuts. <laughs> Holy shit. Y'all niggas is crazy, um, bro. Is, um, is that but isn't it <laughs> But so I want to know, like, what what is the... What is the consensus like when you talk to your uh, your friends about this, about like, you know, some of these sexual activities that might not necessarily be the most heterosexual centric or at least the idea of uh, okay. normal sex for heterosexual people? Like, What do you think about that? You know, so the consensus was is that, you know, that's definitely gay. A little bit. <laughs> Not a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah. All right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but but I think the other thing is like for me personally, it's just what do they say? Don't yuck somebody's yum. Like if that's mm. what you do and what y'all like to do, that's fine. I and if you can say, No, nah, I'm still straight, I just want my woman, you know, to peg me and you still feel straight like a straight man then i mean that's cool that's but it's thing. not that force that on for sure else. for sure like i don't want to kink shame anybody like, if you're into getting pegged you want to come on the platform definitely come through like, i'm not gonna make anybody feel like less than because they like a certain thing i would just have questions about it but i think like for me right the reason that is strange mm-hmm. and i could see both sides of the argument actually like cool anything you could do with your girl how could it be gay because you're attracted to this person because they look like your sexual preference right so i understand that like yeah your girl putting a, a strap on on she's still your girl but she got a dick on now so i just for me it's, it's not normal <laughs> i wouldn't do it personally but i'm not gonna shit on somebody that does do it but i know for a fact like if a woman asks yeah. me some shit like this like we're gonna have i'm not gonna lie relationships over like, let, let me ask a related <laughs> question let me ask a related question um mm-hmm. do you feel like you have friends that do that that uh that try to test uh certain men's sexual boundaries or um try to try to push them into other realms in terms of their proclivities in the bedroom um hmm. i mean so okay so I have friends and we can probably like giggle and like, you know, you know, chuckle about it or maybe like, oh yeah, like maybe, but like people like actually doing it, like within my circle of friends or even their circle of friends, like, do I think I know someone who would actually push those boundaries beyond like what their partner is comfortable? You would like to believe no, but at the same time, 
a lot of people keep stuff like that private, especially if it's something so sexually extreme. Like, you would never know if they would actually do that, if that makes sense. Like, I hope I answered your question. Like, I think you did, but at the same time, he's not saying, like, to the the drastic measures of pegging. He's just saying, like, pushing the boundaries, period. Like, maybe someone, she might want to eat his butt. Maybe she want to, like, you know, lick his gooch or some shit like that. Like, that's kind of in that vein. Like, obviously, you're not going to know all the debauchery that your friends are into. But, like, it's more so about the ones that are trying to push the envelope. I think with that, it's just, like, how, I guess, people, like, present themselves sexually, you know? Mm. Like... I feel like we can all say that, okay, yeah, and this person, I don't know, Stephanie, like, we know Stephanie's a freak, so, like, we know she's going to do some shit like that, right? Mm. Um, That's just how I perceive it. It's just, like, you know, if I have a friend who's seen, you know, as a freak, and I know she or he does some nasty stuff, like, I just assume that you probably eat ass and pegs. Yeah. Assuming pegging is a hell of a fucking assumption. What the fuck? <laughs> Maybe not pegging. No, what? Jeez, <laughs> man. But you know. But I feel like you know, yeah, shit I mean, is but- just very. Uh, I don't know. I think uh, we live in some very interesting times. In the same right, as as much as you know, we're asking if your friends push the limits. Do you think? your friends are open with you. Are they comfortable to be open with you about like their sexual experiences? Or do you think like there are layers to your friendships where there's certain things like your girlfriends wouldn't tell you like, Oh, these two, these two guys I met from the club, they took me home last night and they flipped me, you know, something like that. Or I'm not going to lie. I was on a trip in fucking Colombia, and this couple in Cartagena that I met, they were very interested. They kept sending me drinks and I went home with them. Or I met this dude on a plane and then the vibe was just right. So I let him beat right then and there. Like, are you in that kind of realm where your friends are that honest with each other? Or do you think it's only like when it pertains to their significant other, like their official person? Um, that's a tough question. And honestly, I don't know. I feel like, you know, sometimes we have those conversations like, oh, yeah, like, you know, that guy was like, you know, nasty to like X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, as far as like super like wild, wild behaviors, like as you said, like meeting someone on a plane, hooking up with them like in a bathroom or meeting someone at a bar and then going home and having a threesome with them. Like, I feel like in today's climate, one, you got to be real careful about just going home or hooking up with random sure, people because you might literally don't know who these people are yeah they gotta and get on and where and i live shit. for sure for sure yeah exactly and like where i live not saying like the black community is small uh-huh. but oh like, yeah, yeah for, for sure, sure. Can, like, exactly exactly people. exactly i'll protect your image <laughs> for sure i understand 100 percent. so i couldn't say that like my friends are my people like in particular participate in that no, I, it was more so like, would they even be comfortable? Because we're we're oh, speaking about it? the limitations oh. that are being pushed. So we're really trying to get a gauge for would your friends even be comfortable enough to bring you this kind of information? Or would they only uh, keep that reserved for like, if they're married? And like, oh, yeah, I did this with my husband, et cetera, et cetera. Like that's, that was really the 
basis of the question? Oh, no, I think they'll keep that shit to themselves. Gotcha, copy. Okay. So then you really don't know if your friends are pushing these limits, essentially. <laughs> no, I do not know. Exactly. And actually, uh, go ahead. The reason I ask is because I, I do know somebody who uh, she goes out of her way to test men's sexual boundaries. Um, it, it's something she gets a kick out of it. But I think there's other things going on in her life that uh, that make her like that. She has her own stuff going on. I know somebody like that too. Oh, gotcha. Oh, so you're like, Sam, like, you know, do you think like anyone like holds her accountable or is like, hey, girl, you need to stop doing that, like, you know, before you run into the wrong man or something like that? Possibly. Um, Well, I think in general, stuff like that is dangerous unless you you speak to the other person first before you just throw them in some kind of. Yeah, I'm not going. Yo, I'm not she might know how to you, approach bro. the situation too. She might be. She Listen, so I'm gonna much. tell you this. I'm gonna tell you a story, and I oh. couldn't even tell you the girls' names. I don't remember it. You know, I meet this chick or whatever. We barely talked for like any amount of time, and you know, this is like you know back in the day. You know, when you're a young nigga, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, you a car warrior. So if you got a whip, you're trying to do all your debauchery in the whip. You know, I get in the back seat. This is winter time, so I got the heat on. Windows is fogging up. Shorty sucking my dick a little bit. And then she pulls my leg up. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out what the fuck she got going on. She pulls my leg up. And she starts trying to lick under my balls. And I had to just stiff arm her head. Like, Yo, what the fuck are you doing? Gooch, nigga. And that's what it was she was trying to. She said, oh, no, I'm not going to eat your butt. It's just the taint. I was like, nah, yo. The taint? I don't like that term. I said, like, yo, <laughs> do me a favor. Like, yo, do, me, do me a favor, man. Don't suck my balls. Suck my dick. I don't even honestly don't even know if that experience continued because of like that in particular. I definitely didn't pipe and I definitely didn't nut from the head, even though the head was fire. But then it made me think like, yo, this bitch is probably out here eating butt, man. She's trying to kiss <laughs> niggas in the mouth and shit like that shit crazy, bro. And this is the thing. It goes back to what he just said. Like, if you're not asking these people, these converse, like, yo, you gotta be careful, man. To build on um to build on that, I also <laughs> Have a story. So this mm-hmm. the same girl that I just told you about. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so her boundary, her boundary pushing in terms of like the sexual acts she engages with, in the men that she know. Like back when she explained it to me, it was um, she just liked to in general experiment. She liked to experiment with uh, the mm-hmm. men she was seeing. Um, um, and also there was a racial element to it too. Um, I remember specifically her telling me a story about um. Her engaging in a threesome with two um with two white men, and her explaining how it was a very free free flowing effort. You know, everybody's engaged. It was a very um it was a very um <clears throat> united act between the three between the three people. Also, so, also her ethnic identity. I should I should put that out there. She's um Pacific Islander, Pacific Islander woman. Okay. Um, and um, so yes, I do had, have a question before you go first. I want to make sure everybody's on the same page. You said it's a free flowing effort. So you said all three people. <laughs> so are you saying that the men were also interacting with each other? They were interact. From what she explained, they were interacting with each other. Um, there was no awkwardness. You know, uh, transitions were very fluid. She was mm. she was very uh she she spoke about it in very glowing terms. Mm. Um, I, love, I love his keyboard. sounds like Hillary's uh, kind of party. So right. She explains that to me, and then she proceeds to explain a situation where, in which um, she engages in the same sexual act with two black men. 
Um, and she uh, hold on, how about that? So Shorty's really out here just getting flipped like this. Um, so they saying she did this with two white dudes. Yes, and then also spun and did it with two black guys. Yeah, but not during the same time. No, no, for sure, no, 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 no. But in the same lifetime is what you're saying. In the same lifetime. Okay, yes. that's crazy. So, um, that's so nice. she engages in the act of the same uh, with with a black man, and she says it was kind of a uh, there were a lot of hurdles and obstacles in her way to be able to even create that kind of situation with the black man. What it was, what it was that she explained was, uh, she was dating a man that was her boyfriend, and um, his friend uh, would eye her, and uh, she caught on, and uh, she basically was saying, well, I, well, she's saying like the friend was cute, so she pulled the boyfriend aside one day and said, listen, your friend Tom, uh, we'll just call him Tom for the sake, he's a friend Tom has been eyeing me, I find him attractive, and you know, if a situation arises, like. <clears throat> I will engage with him on a sexual level. Now, your choice here is either to just let that happen and me probably never tell you and he probably never tell you, but it be in the air, or you can take control of the whole situation and actually have him come over and the three of us do something together. So <laughs> this man, feeling backed into a corner, hesitant, hesitantly and reluctantly agrees to this, um, this, this, this sexual situation. No. So um, they engage in it. And she is uh she is not pleased. She says it's very awkward. No one's looking at each other. Um, <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is so the Tom is black. Yeah, this no, these a, are two black men. Oh no, that's crazy. I, so I thought Tom was the guy no. from the previous no, encounter. No, 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 no. So no. this is her Tom is her boyfriend. No, well, okay, Tom is the friend. No. The boyfriend is just the boyfriend. Oh, gotcha. So the, this is crazy. So these Jeez. two these two black men, you no, know, the three of them engage in, in the same act and um she is not. She is not pleased with the act. She said it was very awkward. Um, no one was making any eye contact with each other. Uh, people were having difficulties doing certain things. Um, it, it, you know, the you know, uh, she walked away from it feeling very unsatisfied. And, but that's not even the best part of the of the whole thing. So the situation ends, and she walks away from it very displeased. So she performs a hypothesis about. Um, engaging in those acts with different with men of different races mm -hmm. her final hypothesis is because black men feel like they don't have control of a lot of things in the world they're very guarded about their sexuality and mm. because they feel so very guarded about their sexuality anything that they feel may compromise their sexual identity they either don't engage with it whatsoever or they're very reluctant to do so Damn. versus white men who Control the Everything world basically, and, and their sexuality is something that they're so willing to explore because they control so much more Shit. of the world in the first place. I think that's a uh, that's actually very profound to be honest with you. I feel like uh, that might be the case where this is the last hurrah. So niggas is just in. Like, oh shit! If I got nothing left, if I this is all I got, then I'm gonna hold on to this shit. Well, like I said earlier, I think she she definitely has like her own identity issues. Um, mm -hmm. she had her own stuff going. I, there, there is a fact in the middle of all this. If I release it, she'll immediately know I'm talking about her. So I mm -hmm. won't do that. But mm -hmm. she definitely has her own identity issues, and I feel like a huge portion of her identity issues and her trying to deal with them is her trying to uh, maybe experiment with other people's identities because hers mm -hmm. is so unsettled gotcha, versus gotcha. these other people's that she wants to push that line. She gotcha. wants to cross those boundaries. Interesting. Um, just my thoughts. Interesting. I actually really like that. Hillary, do you have anything to contribute, or are you are you tapped out? I appreciate you for coming on, by the way. I really do. Oh yeah, no problem. Um, 
My only thing would be, like, I don't necessarily disagree with what she was saying with, like, um, Black men and their sexuality. But, um, you know, I dibble and dabble into reality TV Mm -hmm. and um, on the Royal Housewives of Potomac. um, One of the girls' names is Ashley. um, And her husband, Michael, is, like, Australian. And he's been, I'm only, I'm not that far into it, but he's already been like, I don't want to say caught, but he, they just um, express his sexuality as different because he's Australian. So like he's been commenting on like how the other men look and, oh, if y'all know about like Housewives of Potomac, that's like one of the only ones besides Atlanta where like the whole cast like all of the women are black in Potomac. And oh, I believe wow. I like in Atlanta, that. maybe some of them are white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um yeah, so all the women are black and um Ashley's husband is white, he's Australian. And he's been saying like he, he, he does like some questionable stuff and like they always um blow it off and attribute it to oh, that's just it's because he's like Australian and like they gravel like on each other's butts and he's okay with his sexuality and it's I feel like their interactions are kind of funny like him and his interactions with like the other black men or the black husbands in that show mm-hmm. and I do think it is like a little bit with like maybe more white men are just I don't want to say fluid but a little bit, like she said, a little bit more relaxed with their sexuality. For sure. Um, and I don't particularly date white men, so I couldn't really say, like, how they are sexually. I just can see, like, you know, just from, like, interactions with, like, coworkers and, like, you know, associates and things of that sort. And I don't think all that's true um, with them necessarily being, like, super, super relaxed with their sexuality. I think it's a lot like Black men. Like, you know, if they are straight and they strictly like women, they're not really going to be touching or filling on other men. Like, they might, like, they might not have, like, you know, the handshake. They might have, like, you know, more of, like, a, like a tighter embrace, like a tighter hug. But as far as, like, straight white men who are straight white men like they don't from what i've seen they don't like really it don't look like they be dibbling dabbling and like and i probably i would have seen that their their threesome action would be mo- uh, more like the experience she had with the black men where it's kind of like okay bro i'm not gonna touch you and stuff like that so i think maybe if she does was in a threesome with you know two men who were probably bisexual that's what it sounds like to me honestly Mm, that could be fair Uh, oh so to just really quick do you know what her relations were to the two white guys that she was with or she didn't even let you know like what the background was between like if she was dating either one of them or how she encountered these guys or whatever I think she said she just went to school with them and, like, maybe gotcha. the both of them liked her or something along those gotcha. lines. Gotcha, okay, okay. Yeah, you never know, but, I mean, I feel like it's like that, um, the great American stereotype, like, when you go to college, you live on campus, you start doing weird shit because it's normal. So, you never know. Like, I don't, and I think, like, to give Rich license, too, like, he's right, like, you know, sometimes white dudes are going to do things that, you know, 
they're not going to really die. Like, the ramifications of a dude doing some shit one time, for them, that's not, like, the biggest thing in the world. Remember a couple years ago, Tank was saying, oh, if a dude sucks dick one time, he's not gay, which I thought was insane. But, you know, listen, that's what Tank said. Get him. Cue him. Listen. I think in that, like, in respect to this conversation, it makes sense because, like, you know, black dude, you do that shit one time, you out of here, man. White dude, listen, I, I, I was high, man. I, I was drunk. <laughs> and they just let that shit go. That shit's nuts to me. It's just college. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Right. But Hillary, thank you so much for coming on and sharing that story. Um, Actually, uh, the one last oh, thing. How many times did uh this mm-hmm. this thing happen? Like, could you... Could you count how many times you was in the Batsy crease? I could not count how many times. Oh, my God. <laughs> probably, okay, probably more than a handful. Yeah, so you're saying, like, probably, like, 15, 20? I got, I got big hands. Or le- less than 20? Or, Absolutely not. So less than 20 for sure. Yes, less than 20. Or yes, more than 10. For sure. More than 10. Probably less than 10. Mm. That's crazy. I'm not going to lie to you. I just feel like you might have ruined that man's life. You put him, you know how they say, yo, you sell someone down the river? I feel like that's what you did to him. He's going there anyway. That shit's crazy. He'll be all right. He will be all right. He will be all right. Next thing you know, I'm sure somehow, some way, legendary Mike will meet this individual and have a story about him too. <laughs> Probably. Maybe, maybe that was him. Oh, shit. God damn, man. Hillary, thank you so much. I appreciate you so much. Maybe one of these You're times welcome. we'll have you on camera because you look nice. I like that color on you. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. Well, have a good rest of your day. Okay. Talk to you. Okay. Right. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. That's interesting. Absolutely, man. Listen, some people out here, they operating, they operating on fine lines, man. They pushing boundaries. They pushing P. And P stands for pegs, man. No pun intended. Oh, never mind. Yeah, they pushing P for real, man. That shit bad out here. Only I can tell y'all boys, man. Man, I take enjoyment and I play no bati. That's that's just me. If y'all niggas do, you do your thing, man. I got nothing against y'all boys. Kink shaming, I think, is fucked up. Y'all never yuck somebody's yum if that's what you mean. Facts, go, facts. Go, go get what you want out of life. Facts, facts. That's why like, I don't want niggas to get Because it don't affect and, me. At the end of the day. Bro, like they say, what you eat don't make me shit. What I say is who you fuck don't make me come. Too many puns. So it is what it is. Listen, if you like something, you know, listen, you like certain some things, man. It's all good. So listen, guys, I think we had a lot of fun on this uh, episode. We talked about a lot of shit. You know, uh, Brett Favre, you're a bad guy, bro. I'm not going to lie to you, gang. <laughs> Nigga wearing Lee the jeans. The villain of all villains. There nah, is for, no cartoon villain that is a bigger bro, villain than Brett Mississippi right monster. Now. You wear fucking Lee jeans, Wrangler jeans. You drive pickup trucks even though you're rich as fuck. I'm not going to lie. That shit really pisses me off, bro. <laughs> like, when people get mad rich in your car, like your main car is a $50,000 pickup truck, bro. Some inside of me just makes me not fuck with you. Yeah, because really, different. you have all the money. You could buy any whip you want, but you think you're a commoner or you're like you're keeping it real with the people around you. Because oh, I just drive a pickup truck. It's not that serious. You're a fucking bitch. Spend your money, bro. 
you're gonna die. Like that shit's corny as fuck to me. He man. did spend his money on his daughter's volleyball stadium. <laughs> no, that was money he stole. He didn't spend his money on that yeah, shit. You know he didn't know. That was never about the stadium. Maybe I would have respected him more if he stole this shit and bought like a fly Porsche or I asked him about oh, oh, he a finesse. He didn't want to spend his own bread on that. But bro, I, I just don't like it, man. You out here driving pickup trucks. Wrangler jeans are literally the most stiff. Je- They're not even <laughs> jeans, nigga. You got to call Wranglers dungarees. <laughs> you got to call them shits dungarees. Like, bro. And then we talked about YSL, man. You know, I'm not going to lie. I don't want to say freedom, but freedom, bro. Freaking slime. Young Thug makes some fucking great music. <laughs> nigga, I'm not going to lie. His lawyer. I need I need to see what he does when mm-hmm. when this I need to see what motions he files before mm-hmm, the case. Mm-hmm. I want to see what the witness because you have to release the witness list before it comes. Yeah, yo, we're gonna have you on again to break that shit down because we definitely want to get into the legal aspects of what that's gonna look like for him and consequentially if he's found guilty because there's a lot of shit on that jacket, man. That docket, what they say is like a hundred something pages, something like that. Yeah, it's a big docket. Yeah, yeah, we're talking a hundred plus pages. Touched on Rob Sauver. You got a 40 page investigation. Yeah. 40 activity. pages on Rob Sauver? Yeah, you didn't see the investigation. 40 pages, and he has a whole section on him just being a menace to women. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, bro. 40 pages and not one allegation of you physically touching them, man. You, I'm not going to lie, oh, man. No, no, no. There's one. Oh, I, feel, I didn't know we talk. I, feel, I didn't even think we talked about it. He, mm-hmm. he was getting a physical from one of the team doctors, female team doctor. Uh-huh. In the middle of the physical, he just dropped his pants. Oh shit! Okay. Just to be a, just 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 no, to make was on Weinstein timing too. Damn, yep. I thought you was at oh, least just Trump timing on the verbal <laughs> shit. Nah, that's Weinstein shit right there, bro. She was over there checking his blood pressure. He was like, "Hold on, let me help." And he check just dropped blood, his pants. Check, check this pressure. Nah, 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 nah. His blood pressure. Nah, this yeah, nigga's yo, a nasty nigga. This. this nigga's a nasty nigga, bro. Uh, we also touched on um, you know, man's that's doing a Bati crease thing. Pegging all kinds of, you know, situational sexual situations with your, uh, with your missus or a woman you just seen or whatever, pushing limits and things like that. Like I said, the only thing I'm pushing is peace, man. Pushing peace. I'm pushing peace. I don't want none of that in my bedroom. My sex is vanilla. So, ladies, you watching this? She like, I want to fuck with that nigga. He look good. Trust me, I'm doing the bare minimum. You get some good strokes, and that's about it. I ain't doing all that extra shit. All that, you know, spitting in your mouth, dropping loogies on your face. You know what I'm saying? What's wrong um, with you, bro? Too vanilla, bro. Yeah, nah, I like that shit like that, man. I'm not going to lie. Vanilla, no like sprinkles it. at all. Nah, bro. All right, just I know niggas like you, you run red lights, eat the butt. You know what I'm saying? You're just I, doing I, a lot I, of things. I, and I, personally for I me. I like how you slipped that first one in there, bro. Good try. But that second one I'll take. <laughs> so you never ran a red light? I mean, if it, it's been done before, but okay. that's not some shit okay, that thank I you, do. Thank, thank you. Appreciate that. Right. So the nigga run red lights and he eat ass. I've ran a red light before. I'm not prone to just running red lights every time it's, it's up. I'm just man. saying, man. It's happened before, but it's, it's not some shit that happens. I try to avoid you that. You went to bro. strawberry cream pies? No, I'm not. Yeah, I think you went to that not shit. Not in too. that, bro. But listen. If man, I don't have to, I won't do it. You know, listen, I've, I've, gotten, I've been in situations where I was like, you know, hey, fuck it. You know? Listen, man. Everybody got a little. <laughs> hit the gas on it. Like, <laughs> it's fucked up. You know, sure you can still get pregnant on her period, bro. Relax yourself. That's fine. I didn't. I didn't have to worry about that though. All right, cool. <laughs> You're doing all kinds of shit in this shit, That's man. Right, listen, bro. I'm not. I don't got. I only got colorful sprinkles. I got the chocolate jimmies. You know what I mean? <laughs> just, just right, so, so you just do the butt. That's just the chocolates for the doodle. <laughs> like you're just doing the butt. Whatever. All kinds different of strokes, anal. Different, different strokes with different folks, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, use I try, KY I, jelly. I, I cover every hole. I don't need that. You use, use KY jelly or baby oil? I don't need them. Mm, you just go straight in the butt. 
Bro. That's nuts, man. Hey, it is what I'm it is. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. This is yo, this this world is fucked up, bro. <laughs> Real shit. This nigga's really out here doing anal on the regs, man. Oh no, 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 no. I'm, well, I don't want to talk about. I'm gonna keep it Listen, we ain't doing that, bro. Listen, I haven't, listen, I haven't. We rapping. We rapping. I'm not even. So good, man. Do your chocolate Jimmy shit, my boy. Do your thing. Listen, it was another episode of Mind Your Mans. I feel like we had a really good conversation today. A lot of information being exchanged. We definitely appreciate Cliff for pulling up, giving us no, a no lot doubt. of a lot of legal, you know, um, aspects of some of these topics. We even touched on the um, the age of consent and how I think it should be uniform. I, I, I understand the government doesn't want to police people's bodies in that sense, but I feel like you know. Yo, we got to protect the children, man. Like, if you're telling me someone under 18 is not, you know, capable, they're a minor, we got to protect these people. That's a lot of niggas looking for loopholes to get around things and shit like that. We touched on the YFL, uh, the YSL and the YFN Lucci situation. We touched on a lot of things, man. I just really appreciate you for coming through. Uh, really Rich is back. You know what I mean? He missed last week due to, I heard he had an injury. Um yeah, broke His my girl third. was riding him and then broke my third she leg. slipped out of the butt, you know what I'm saying? She just sat on the shit. Broke. Nigga almost went to the hospital I and shit my, like that, I man. I broke my back. But that's what happens when you're the bubba up messiah, man. Spinal. That's what happens, man. But listen, it's your boy, <laughs> Millie. And like I say, man, I know me is to love me. And if you don't know me, stay a while. Really rich. Him, Taylor. Him, the tool, man. What's your name again? Hit me out of the way. That's what you said? That's All right, said, cool. Dude. Him, Taylor. Wow, yeah. nigga, steal this shit. Him, Taylor. That's crazy. Him, yeah. the, him the tool, man. They call me that. My, my preferred pronouns is he, him. Nigga, he really him. You know that? Him, Duncan. They, oh, them. Man. They, them. I'm just cliffing that out. I'm one of them ones, man. But yeah, yo, listen. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Make sure y'all follow the fucking Instagram page. It was all a dream. Studios, man. Go ahead. Tap into them reels, man. We'll keep them coming on a regular basis. Share them. Like. Comment. Join the discussion, man. Let's talk to y'all. Like, don't be scared. And let us know what you want to talk What do you want us to talk about next, you know? Definitely. Send a, hear DM. From us. send a DM. Any topics you feel like are uh, newsworthy, shoot them over, man. We're going to get to it. You feel like you want like something I to said, say? It's your boy, M-I-L-L-I, a.k.a. Him Duncan. FKA Scotty Two Thotty man, rest in peace to the thought ever man. I was going crazy out here, and I'm happy that that man is dead. Cap. And also, uh, fuck John Lennon one more time. I'm out. Catch y'all next week, man. Mind your manners. <laughs>